is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Proverbs 31.30 This is Faithful Women. Chapter 5 was about prudence. Um, This is a virtue that God has called us to have. Um, It's one that I have not studied as much as, I guess, probably others. I didn't really know what it even meant when I first, you know, started reading the chapter. And I guess, I mean, I kind of, I know it now, but I didn't know the official word. Um, So is my internet unstable? I don't know. Y'all just let me know if y'all can't hear me. Okay, so chapter five, prudence. Um, It's a virtue that God's called us to have. Um, You know, like I said, it's something that's not often heard of. Um, And it basically means caution. So prudence means caution. And then it started out early with Bible verses and a lot of the Bible verses are in Proverbs. Um, Proverbs 19, 14 says, houses and riches are an inheritance from fathers, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. And um, at the end of the chapter, we'll talk about what prudence means as a wife and how it can make you a better wife or just a better friend or just a better woman in general. Um, And then, you know, the way God states that is, um, you know, prudent wife is from the Lord. He believes that a prudent wife is a prize. Um, And so today we're going to talk about how prudence can lead us to be cautious about a bunch of different areas and how it also um, relates to other, um, you know, virtues. They're all intertwined. And um, one of the other, I guess, I don't know if you call it a virtue, but another word it's related to, um, you know, the book talked about discretion. They're often used to define one another, prudence and discretion. And, And then like the first question in the discussion talks about, you know, how is prudence and discretion alike? So we'll get there. Um, and then it goes to Proverbs eleven twenty two, and it says, as a ring of gold in a swan snout, so is a lovely woman who lacks discretion. And that's pretty like intense. Um, you know, so if you don't have um, discretion and then you know basically that's pretty ridiculous being compared to a pig wearing jewelry and I don't want to for one I don't want to be as a lady I don't want to be referred to as a pig obviously but especially one wearing jewelry I mean you know it doesn't get much more ridiculous than that um, and then um, you know obviously it says that producing description prudence and discretion are often mentioned together in the same verse. So a lot of the verses that we'll read, we'll talk about both of them together. And then, like I said, most of the verses I wrote down are Proverbs. Um, Proverbs 8.12 says, I, wisdom, dwell with prudence and find out knowledge and discretion. And prudence and discretion keep company with wisdom and knowledge. And, you know, obviously wisdom is just searching out discretion and um this was an important part to me because the last year or so you know I really have had that desire um you know God just really kind of opened my eyes to the to the word and the bible and 
how important it is in leading and guiding me. And so, um, you know, I was proud to, to see this book state that, you know, we should desire more, not more stuff, but more knowledge and wisdom. And in today's culture and society, especially right now with it being, you know, the holidays are coming up. I can even easily get myself in like, Oh, I want to get this and I want to get this and I want to get this and I want to do this. And I want to have this tree and this and this and this. And that's not where my focus should be. Um, it's easy to get there because we live in the world. I work in the world. Um, I mean, it's just easy to get there. So I have to keep my mind renewed and desire more of God and godly things. Um, just him in general and make sure that's my main focus. And my main focus is not trying to acquire more for my child or for my status or for my pride. You know, those things are not biblical. Um, that's not what's going to sustain me. And, you know, sometimes I was listening to a podcast this week and it was talking about self-help and um, not necessarily that it's bad. The word isn't like the best culture has turned it around to something that's not the best. Um, and I kind of hit on this a lot, but I just want to come across clearly because self-help isn't bad. It's good to go get your nails done. It's good to go shopping or whatever you want to do that think that things that you enjoy are great. Sometimes you just need a mom break or, you know, a date night or like a girl's night, like whatever it is, those things are wonderful. But you have to remember that even though those things are great, that's not what's going to make you feel better. So if you're depressed, well, I'll just go get my nails done. Well, go and get your nails done is not going to fix your depression. It's going to make you still have depression with pretty nails. Like it's not going to ultimately fix your problem. So what's going to fix your problem is God, but you have to allow him to, um, that time, like you have to put in time in the Bible and to learn about him. And when you do, then you'll understand his sovereignty and you'll understand a lot more. Um, so when you do face problems, it's important to look to the word because that's where you're going to be uplifted. Um, God brings the uplifting and God brings, you know, the things that are going to get you out of the other things, not self-help. Um, and you know, I, I know I hit on that a lot, but I hope tonight I was able to just kind of combine it because, a lot of times I'm like, well, that's not good, but it's not that it's not good. It's just, it's not good to put your faith and hope in it. Your faith and hope should be in God, not in things that are going to help you feel better. Um, and then, you know, when we seek first, this is Matthew six thirty three. when we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, he will be, he will take care of food and clothing. You know, that's paraphrased. Um, but, all, you know, in everything that we need, he'll take care of it. Um, we don't have to stress and fret over um what we're gonna eat and there's a another verse and it may be somewhere right around there I didn't look it up but you know it talks about the birds and the flowers and how they don't have to worry you know about what they eat or what they wear because God takes care of them and at the end of the day the more we read the Bible the more we know that's true of ourselves. you know God takes care of us so much more than we deserve and so much more than we even realize sometimes. Um, and so getting off my little soapbox, I'll get back into it. The discretion of a man, this is Proverbs nineteen eleven. The discretion of a man makes him slow to anger, 
and his glory is to overlook a transgression. Um, discretion, you know, that means that we're not quick to anger. We'll act and not react. That is something that I struggle with. Um, I try to be transparent with everybody. And, um, you know, uh, I am nowhere near perfect and I never have claimed to be. And um, so I struggle with reacting um, sometimes instead of just acting or thinking before. Um, especially when I get upset and it's easy to say, oh, well, that's my family in me or, oh, well, that's just how I am. No, that's not just how I am. That's how I'm allowing myself to be. Um, so I have to, this one hit home for me <clears throat> to have discretion. Um, and, you know, discretion produces fruit such as patience and forgiveness. And, you know, fruits of the spirit are supposed to be evident in, um, you know, us as Christians, we're supposed to produce fruit. And um, so patience and forgiveness is very important. I feel like the more I'm in the word and the more I understand about God, like I said, obviously his sovereignty, there's so much peace in that for me, but also I began to understand how to forgive people that I never thought I could, or I never wanted to. Um, and so I slowly but surely see that fruit coming and it's, and it's not necessarily always just bam, here's a big apple tree or here, bam, here's a big pear tree or, you know, whatever it's little small steps and you're, you realize you see that person in town and you're, you're saying, Hey, instead of, Oh my goodness, let me grab my grocery cart over here. Or it's just those little things. And you're like, okay, God, I see you. Like I see you working and I, I, I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful for my maturity. And then I'm not just staying stagnant as a Christian. Um, and then Proverbs fourteen fifteen says the simple believers Sorry, I wrote this in my own handwriting. So if, if I'm off like a S or E or something, y'all just paraphrase, okay? The simple believers uh, are believes every word, but the prudent considers well his steps. Um, you know, considers well his steps. They think about what you do before you do it. Um, prudence is cautious about, you know, you're cautious about what you hear. You're slow to pass on tales. That's a big one for us ladies. I know just as well as all of us. Um, it's easy when you hear something to, you know, mama, guess what? Grandma, you will not believe this. Um, Laura Beth, let me call you. Let me tell you something. You know, I mean, obviously that's easy, but it says that we should be slow to pass on tales and cautious about what we hear. So, you know, I've just learned if somebody's coming to me, and I'm not saying I'm perfect at this either, but if someone's coming to me gossiping, there's a reason they feel comfortable in doing that. And that's because I haven't told them, hey, you know, I'm not so much into that anymore. Um, you know, and try to just not care about it. You know, um, that's another area I'm obviously growing in. I think that's just such a a little petty sin that we can overlook so easily just because it's so relevant and it's just everywhere all the time. It's easy to just pass on things without even thinking about it. Um, so I just know the Holy Spirit's working in me to see those things. And when I do hear them walk away, remove myself from the situation or 
you know, even if I find myself in the gossip session, just saying, you know, God, please forgive me. I was wrong. Next time, please, um, you know, work in me and allow me to have the boldness to stand up and, and not be a part of that anymore. Um, and then sometimes, you know, may have to go back and apologize and say, hey, guys, y'all know last week when we were talking about so-and-so, I was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. You know, that wasn't right of me. Um, and like I said, I'm just being transparent. Y'all, I know I'm not perfect. Um, Proverbs 14, 15 says, the simple believer believes every word. This is what I just read. Um, but it's true. The simple believes every word, but the prudent considers well his steps. And, you know, that's just reiterating when I read it before. We've got to consider, you know, what we're listening to and what we're surrounding ourselves with too. We need to really take in and be cautious of it. Um, prudence will cause farsightedness um, and can anticipate consequences of her behavior so she can carefully consider her steps. Um, that, that's, that's very, I think that's very beautiful that we could, you know, prudence can cause us to force, not forcey, I'm not the fortune teller, <laughs> but have farsightedness where we can anticipate, well, if I do this, then it's going to cause this consequence. If I react in this way, probably, I'm probably not going to get the best reaction <laughs> from that person or my husband or whatever. So let me just calm down, take a breather, you know, recoup, and then go about handling the situation. Um, and that's, that's not easy to do all the time. It's really not easy to do any of the time, but I believe the more we practice it, the better we'll get at it. And prudence is someone who is not being impulsive, impulsive or driven by emotions. And I know our culture says, um, do what makes you feel good or all these lies. Um, but we can't be led by our emotions. We have to be led by what the word of God says, because, you know, I had a discussion with my cousin this week on Facebook and I'm like, I just, I, I'm just telling you from personal experience, I can't be led by my emotions because my emotions slay with the wind. I feel this way about a situation this day, tomorrow I feel this way. And then I don't even care about the situation. Like my, my emotions change. They're so fickle. Is that the word fickle? Yeah, I don't know. Um, they're very, they change a lot. So I can't be led by my emotions for sure. Um, Proverbs 16:21 states that the wise in heart will be called prudent and sweetness of the lips increases learning. Prudence begins in our hearts and then it is shown, um, you know, in our actions. And Luke 6:45 says for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So the more we practice, the more word we put in ourselves, the more that's going to come out. And the more prudent, the more discerning, um, the more discretion we're going to use and have. And then Proverbs 18, 15, the heart of the prudent acquires knowledge and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. And, um, you know, we shouldn't be, I know the book talks about this, we shouldn't be lazy in our, um, 
relationship with God, if we were lazy in any of our other relationships, whether it be a friendship, whether it be a relationship with our child, whether it be a relationship with a boyfriend or a husband or whatever, then that relationship wouldn't succeed. So why do we think that we can be that way with God? It, it's, it's the same. We can't, we can't know about God if we never get in our word and read about him um, or spend time praying with him or to him or, you know, we, it says prudence is a heart attitude, not an IQ level. And that's so true because a lot of people will think, oh, well, you read your Bible every day. You must really think you're smart. No, I read my Bible every day because I have to, to get through this life. And because I want to know more about the person I love more than anybody. I want to know more about God. My, my desire is for him. And so if anything, it leads me to believe that I'm even more wretched or I'm even more undeserving of how wonderful he is. So it's actually the opposite of probably what the world would think when you want to spend time with God and you do spend time with God. Um, it really puts a reality check on you. And um, the more you learn about him and how majestic and wonderful he is, and it puts you into your place where <laughs> you're so undeserving and, um, you know, unlike culture says, you're basically nothing like Tasha shared a quote. I think it was a quote or a picture. It said something and I'm, I'm just paraphrasing. I don't remember exactly, but it said something like the God of like the whole world, you know, he made all of this and he's so wonderful. How can he not just obliterate us? Like we are such a mess. How can he just love us and take the time to listen to us? I mean, my goodness, think of like a little ant, like just, I don't care about bugs or ants or anything that's not relevant to me. And I just think, well, why, you know, that was such a good perspective. Like he could literally make anything in the world. He could create anything. He's just so, we can't even fathom what he could do, but yet we still seem to think that we can control our lives or that we, um, know better than him or, um, that we're even deserving. And so we definitely have to look to the cross and know that, you know, only through him are we deserving and what he did for us. Um, and then the book was, you know, talking about a wise woman is acquiring knowledge, seeking knowledge and learning. She's not intellectually lazy. So don't be stagnant with your relationship with God. Try your best to find time, just like you find time for everything else that you feel is important. We all have priorities. We all have things that can easily draw us away. There's so many excuses I could use. There's so many, um, reasons I could have, but at the end of the day, we have to remember the reason we're here is because God made us and put us here and we could at least give him, I, I would love to give him even more time than I do, but we could at least give him the time of day to talk to him, to listen to his word, to read his word. Um, he's so much more deserving than just giving him the time, but you know, we seem to think that we're just so busy that we can't even spend 10 minutes in the word or 15 minutes in the word. And that's, that's not legalism. That's a relationship. And like I said, to grow a nurture relationship or to even have one period, you've got to spend time 
with that person. And, you know, the best way to know about God is to get in his word. In Proverbs 2, verses 10 through 12, says, When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you, understanding, understanding will keep you, to deliver you from the way of evil, from the man who speaks perverse things. And, you know, it preserves, it keeps, and it delivers you. Um, so when wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you. So you've got to put it in there. <laughs> you've, um, you know, you've got to seek out that wisdom. And, you know, we talk about it in a minute, you know, God's going to, hopefully God will open your eyes. Just pray for him too. If you're reading the Bible and just not understanding, then just pray for God's wisdom. But I don't feel like he's going to call you to, you're not going to have that desire if he's not going to fulfill it. Um, and he can call whoever he wants. He can call the worst person that you could ever think of and change their life completely. So that's another encouraging thing, you know, with it, whether it be a family member or a friend who we just feel is so lost. I mean, we could still pray for that person because there's, there, we, we don't decide who God calls. We don't decide who's going to go to heaven. Only God does and only he knows. So don't give up on anybody that you love or care about or, you know, continue to pray for that person. Um, lack of discretion is often associated with the tongue. And then it brings us to discernment, um, to make distinctions between right and wrong, um, to show good judgment. It takes practice and it shows maturity. So discernment is something that's not just going to, here we go. We, we are able to, this is right, this is wrong. This is um, showing good judgment. You're going to have to practice it. You're going to learn discernment by reading your Bible, um, growing more mature as a Christian. And, um, you know, those, this is those who are prudent and discreet have discernment because they have been trained by God's word. So, you know, all of this is leading us to, we've got to get in the word. Um, once God, this is kind of what I was talking about a minute ago. Once God opens our eyes, then we can see and discern spiritual things. So I believe, you know, if you're seeking out, he's going to meet you there and he's going, the Holy Spirit can, when you read the word, the Holy Spirit can illuminate it for you to where you understand it. Because I used to just, okay, God, here's the Bible. And I would just, this, this right here, this is what God's speaking to me. No. No, how much effort am I putting into that? Zero. What do I get out of that? I might feel like a goosebump, which is not the Holy Ghost. Um, I might feel like it was, oh, that's just what I needed. But when you truly seek after God, you're going to be studying his word, not just randomly getting bits and pieces. You're going to sit down and when you start reading and start Chewing, you can't stop and you want more and you want more and you want to know more about this God who loves you and this God who has just done amazing things. And, and like I said, I think I've told y'all this before. This is the first time I'm 30. So this is embarrassing to say, but this year is the first year I've ever 
read the Bible all the way through. I'm not completely done, but there are parts of the Bible I was like, I did not know this. I learned this as a little child, but I never read it like in context, or I never knew this happened right after this, or this happened right after this. Um, so you just have to read it for yourself. Um, and you know, like we've been down this road with our church, you can't depend on somebody else to tell you, you've got to get in there and you've got to see what the word says, the scripture says, and you can't just believe what you're told by a preacher. Um, luckily, I know our preacher, because he's my husband, but um, he spends hours reading five different commentary on like two verses out of Romans every week because he wants to know different perspectives. Some, he wants to know, I, he, he doesn't want to read the Bible and say, hmm, what does this, what do I think this means? No, let's take these different commentaries. Let's see what I read and let's read it in context. Let's, let's really get down to the root of what God is saying here. Let's look at the Greek. Let's, you know, really study what we're talking about. Um, so that, obviously, I feel like I can listen to my preacher and, well, our preacher, and believe him. But at the same time, there have been times when I'm like, so tell me about this. You know, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, tell me what you think. And then I'll look it up. Like, tell me what chapter that's in. And let me go read it for myself. Um, because we're all different and we all internalize things differently too. And so it's important to read your Bible and to understand that for yourself. <clears throat> Um, and then I know I seem like a broken record, but if we're not studying his word, we can't expect to gain wisdom, knowledge, prudence, discretion, or discernment. The more familiar we are with the Bible, the more discernment we gain. And that's so true. Um, you know, I just, reading these virtues and studying them has just really been an eye opener because I haven't, I guess, ever just looked at these specific virtues and, you know, really thought about how it relates to my life and how I should strive to have these virtues. So I've enjoyed just kind of learning more about who God wants me to be as a woman um, versus the things I hear in the world, because you can quickly get full of a bunch of mess. Um, real easily and convincingly so make sure your standard is the word and not the world thanks for listening i hope you enjoy our study join us again 